we're what about 1.3 mil ARR last time we spoke and we're at 1.5 now so we're about we're 20 20 percent bigger than we were last time we spoke are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks. My guest today is Andy Fletcher. He's building Convertry.com. It's the fastest funnel builder out there. So he says, let's test it out. Andy, ready to take it to the top? Let's do it. How do you quantify that fastest funnel builder? What's that mean? Uh, so to us, it's two key factors. One is like how fast can you build the thing yourself? And we're all about preform editing. Uh, so with mo- most of our competitors are blocky based, which means you lay your page out in rows and columns and sections, which is great until you want to do something unusual, or even for most people, just like moving their logo from the top left to the top right, that's effort. Whereas with ours, you just literally drag it across the screen and it's in its new location. And the other half is being like page load speed. And we're, we're still the fastest loading pages. Like, I think you can beat us like we're what one agency beat us but like but they spend like 10 grand on a single page um but like anything short of that like you can't beat our page load speeds which is getting more and more important what makes you so fast technology wise you have on your homepage that you load in under 518 milliseconds everyone else is above 1.41 seconds why are you so fast why can't they copy you uh because everything is built from the ground up to be like 100 percent pre-calculated completely cached the result like every do that though like what's unique about your background where you can do that and others can't uh so uh two two parts to that one like a, a lot of the legacy competitors we have like it was just never designed to work that way and making it work that way is just a lot of effort and for a lot of the newer competitors uh, truthfully i don't think they've tried like i mean I, I i've got a computer science degree i've spent four years at this like i've got a heavy technology experience but like caching's not exactly new so like other people could do this, I'm sure, but they don't seem to do it or don't seem to get it right. Um, I can't really tell you why they don't do it. Who would you consider your major competitors? Uh, so uh, kind of in two directions, there's sort of the more like digital marketing focused guys who uh, like ClickFunnels, for example, who are certainly outselling us uh, a boatload. Russell Bronson is a phenomenal marketer and business owner. Uh, he's a machine. Um, and then in the more sort of like page build a specific direction is guys like Instapage and Unbounce. And so, so which side do you want to go win? Which side do you see yourself competing on? Uh, so, so we generally compete on the like better individual page builder. Uh, so people that want to do like best of breed stack, whereas for example, so against Instapage and Unbounce, whereas ClickFunnels are like more of an all-in-one and each component is worse than a best of breed. Mm-hmm. which I don't think is a like, you know, it's not like one way is right and one way is wrong. Like a, a smaller company getting started might be better off with that all in one thing. Certainly once you get any kind of scale going, people tend to need the best of breed features mm-hmm. quite quickly, we think. So, so I mean, is, I mean, you, you know that because you look at, you just look at your sales. Do you see people switching to you from ClickFunnels and, and can you quantify it? 
Uh, I mean, definitely. Like, we, we built a page importer specifically for that. Like, we get tons of people come over. Like, we can you can point the Convertry page importer at just about any page on the internet, and it'll import it in. You can start editing it, which really helps people transfer over from these other other sections. Other no idea. Where can what's the link for that? Where can people see that? Uh, I mean, it's it's one of many features, probably too many on Convertry.com. Uh, there's a there's a demo of it. Uh, or should be on the site somewhere. I can't even remember where. This, uh, sorry, but like, why isn't this like convertry.com forward slash import page, like website grader at HubSpot? This is like a brilliant marketing thing. Why wouldn't you put that like front and center on its own landing page? Because uh, you're better at my job than I am. Well, I don't believe that. But but, but <laughs> seriously, is there no easy way for my audience to go use that? Like right now they have to sign up for an account and do a bunch of work? Uh, what, what do you mean by... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I... I I'm trying to help you out, brother. If there's someone listening right now using ClickFunnels and they're frustrated because ClickFunnels limits them to a box and they want to import their ClickFunnels instantly into Convertry, what's the link they can go to to paste in the ClickFunnels link and convert it instantly into Convertry? Uh, I mean, it, it is inside the account. So you have to create one first. So, okay. then, so, Man, so dude, pull it out. Gosh, pull that thing out. That would be huge. That'd be a hit. Awesome. Thank you. Well, okay. So I'm, I'm, if I log in, where do I go? Uh, so, so if you log in, then go to like in, inside of any funnel, click import page, and you'll have a box. Uh, right. You can stick a stick a page link in. This reminds me a lot. There's a lot of free uh, Chrome extensions where you can convert like any website into like a Figma file, and those things kill it for Figma for their onboarding for like their new users. Uh, gosh, there's a I feel like there's a massive play for you there. Um, awesome. Super. Thank you very much. Well, so how's it going though during COVID? Last time we spoke was back early last year, and I think you said you had just passed seventeen hundred customers. Where are you today? Uh, so, so we track. Um, we have a, a bunch of different like deal plans because of our affiliate background. I tend not to pay attention to customer numbers. I should have had that one ready for you, and I don't. Um, we're up. We're what about one point three mil ARR last time mm -hmm. we spoke, and we're yes. at one point five now. So we're about we're 20 20 percent bigger than we were last time we spoke um where did most of the growth come from is it still the affiliate model uh honestly it's e even more than before it's now word of mouth like we we still like paid traffic never seems to quite take but people love it they keep talking about it um we've got like the reseller deals are ramping up really well um clickbank are now pushing us like in their membership area which is really exciting uh that's the big source of new accounts um, we got really helped out by, uh, Ryan Levasque did uh, a big thing about his ask model and like bigged up quiz software. We sell a one-time fee piece of software called Quizitry, which is like lead gen into Convertry. We sell like Quizitry, low price front end, $67 one time. And then people buy that and we introduce them to Convertry on the back end of that. How did you convince Ryan to do that? What oh, sorry. Uh, it, it was he didn't do anything to do with us. He was promoting his own, like his Ask Method course, and I think it's Bucket.io, which is like more expensive monthly than we are one time. It's clearly like you know, it's it's no competition. That's way better software. But we've got a one-time price point. Lots of people take a look at Bucket.io, go, oh, I don't know about that. That's maybe that's a bit expensive. Come and buy Quizitry, and that gives us like phenomenal lead gen. Sorry, to them. How do they know to? How do they go from Bucket.io to Quizitry? Are you mentioned somewhere, or you're saying the Google search keywords? They, or just, they, they just search for quiz builders and they find us. Okay, so quiz builders is the link there. That's the search term. Yeah, definitely. And it's, so it's not like he was, you know, they were bigging up Convertry, um, Quizitry at all, but like they just made a big thing out of quiz builders. So 
demand for quiz builders happened. And you just went and capitalized. I love that. You just went and capitalized on that traffic. I, I would love to say that, like, you know, we did anything intentional there. We already had this thing and we noticed sales just started going up. We were like, hey, what happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, so you, and this is weird. So you don't know how many customers you have. I guess I'm confused why you don't, why you wouldn't know that number. I mean, that's something I'd look at like obsessively if I was the founder of a SaaS company. Uh, b- because it's um, so like, we have a bunch of legacy plans that have all kinds of, uh, so for example, back in 26, July, 2016, we sold the one and only lifetime deal for Convertry we've ever done. That was the original launch. We sold like three quarters of a million dollars of it in six days. Sorry, but- when was when was that? So July 2016. And you sold how much in how many days? Uh, we sold $750,000 worth of it in six days. Uh, and did you use AppSumo for that? Nope. Uh, that was affiliates. Ah. Uh, AppSumo's deal terms are terrible if you can get your own affiliates. If you can't, then it's, it's probably a good play. If you can, it's not great terms. And remind everyone how you lined up all these affiliates, because because I remember this being really impressive. But you told me like last time the majority of your revenue, to get going up to a million bucks in revenue, came from affiliate marketing. Uh, I would love to tell you, like I mean, I can tell you some of the techniques I used to recruit new people. But honestly, a big part of it is I've been in the industry a decade. I used to run an affiliate network. I know everyone, um, and I realize that's not exactly replicable for someone else listening. But that's what affiliate network did you run? Uh, it was called Digi Results. It was built on PayPal's uh, Instant Pay network, um, which uh, d- did well for us. But we eventually got killed by what became JVZoo because mm-hmm. they were. That was my first like proper business, and the guys that ran JVZoo were way better at it than I was. Yep, yep, yep. So now monthly recurring revenue, you're doing about one hundred twenty five, hundred thirty thousand dollars a month in revenue. How much uh, are you paying out to affiliates every month? Uh, now, not that much. Probably so of. Uh, of the like 1.5 mil, we're probably doing between 100 and 150. So probably between about 10% of the revenue goes out in affiliate commissions. Okay. And you pay that out annually or every month? Uh, sorry, we, we pay it out monthly. Uh, the number I think about in my head is annual rather than monthly. Um, like, so just Last month, you were like a $13,000 checkout to affiliates, something like that, 10%. Yeah, so, something in that region probably. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And so their first year commissions higher than it goes off over time. So your margins actually increase the longer you build the business. Uh, no, it's, it's 30% life of the account. Okay, then why is it uh why would it be lower today than, than it was a year ago if, if more affiliates are driving more sales? Uh so uh two reasons for that. One, we get more like percentage-wise, we get more word of mouth, like non-affiliate, just like, hey, I love this software, you should go and use it, but it's not an affiliate link referral. Um we don't know why people do that. There is an affiliate link like right there in their account. All they've got to do is copy and paste it, but they still love us enough to refer us anyway. And the other one is that we've got more resellers rather than affiliates, which is a slightly different model. So with an affiliate, uh, let's say you're my affiliate, you send someone to me, I, I collect the money and I pay you a commission. 30% per month for life. Yep. If you're the reseller, then you sell it to your audience as like a co-brand. It still has to be like, it's still Convertry. Everyone knows it's Convertry because you know, they're going to log in at Convertry.com. They're going to email support Convertry.com. They're going to go to help.convertry.com for the knowledge base, et cetera, et cetera. But you get to present it to your audience. You collect the money so you can like one of our biggest resellers packages it like access with a bigger course he sells. 
another one it's like built into his funnel so it's like the third upsell everyone sees um that they, they've got pretty much freedom to sell it however they like and then on the first of the month we bill people x dollars per every active account um and i can't tell you what x is because that's nba with each person sorry what what why couldn't a reseller just charge way less than you and then you get no customers yourself because the affiliate just is cheaper than you or the reseller is cheaper than you so they've got to i mean that they're paying us a like an amount per account per month where they're not going to be able to like cut that much off it without not making any money themselves so they're packaging it with something else like let's say i package your convert my you know nathan's convertory co-branded thing into a thing where i'm selling a pdf my book and a bunch of other stuff for 300 dollars. but the convertory thing is essentially free right because the other stuff pays for it couldn't i just undercut you when when everyone comes sign up with me instead of you in that case i mean sure but i still get my money off you rather than them so i'm fine Correct, but it could be at a much lower price point than what you charge on your web, you know, the 50 bucks a month that you charge. It, it can't be that much lower than we charge because you would bet you'd be paying me more money than you're getting in. Like the, the fact that the need to make a profit on it is what like stops you undercutting me that much. All right, I guess what I'm saying is what prevents people from using you as a loss leader if they're packaging you and selling you with other things? They could very easily do that. Sure, like, but I still get my money every month, so I don't care. How do you, okay, are your resellers getting a discount off what you list on, on your own site? Yeah, absolutely. Got it. I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out, right? Is if you're giving them a discount, why can't they just charge at cost, pay you your cut, but, but arbitrage all the people paying you going direct to convertory 50 bucks a month or 60 bucks a month? Uh, sure. But I mean, if they're, I mean, nobody has, it's not that big a discount. Okay, so you don't compete with people reselling your product on like CPC, like 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 Google search results and things like that. They can't market against you if they're selling your own product. No, like so, so that it's got to be like it doesn't have to be like back end, back end. But nobody's selling this like nobody's just selling convertory this way. They're not allowed to do that. It's got to be like packaged with something or like a you know the the upsell number two, upsell number three in a funnel or like part of their webinar package or something like that. Okay, how many how many resellers do you have today that make at least I don't know that pay at least a thousand dollars a month? Uh, it's got th- uh, three big ones and okay. a fourth one coming online next month. Interesting, and I guess these are probably all people that are like in the marketing space, maybe other software companies, but but that don't have a funnel builder. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, two. Well, um, like an affiliate network, one software company, and one like info training company, and it's another software company next month. Yeah, very cool. What about your business? Still bootstrapped, I hope, or did you raise? Nope, still completely 100% bootstrapped, still like, you know, eating what we hunt. Have you taken your 100K out? You told me in 2016, you put in 100 grand to get it going. Is that still in the business? Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I got that back um, early on and like we, we get a get a salary now, you know, it pays me money every every month. Who's we? How many folks? Uh, so whole company 20 people um how many folks like that own it i own 75 percent. my business partner neil owns 25 yep yep uh that's same as it was about a year and a half ago and how many engineers uh engineers uh look, five engineers one devops engineer okay interesting and how do you think about the business like how is this how is this blending with your lifestyle in other words if someone came and offered you 
I don't know, 20 million bucks all cash up front to sell it. Do you take the deal? Uh, 20 million. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> that's a big enough multiple. Like I'm not, it's growing nice. Like, you know, we're not like unicorn growth rates, but we're growing. We've been bigger every month for like, I think we had the last down month over a year ago. Uh, like we get bigger every month. It runs itself more and more. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not stressed out by it. I'm not desperate to sell, but I'm also not stupid. If someone offers me a decent multiple, I'm going to take it. Well, obviously there's some level where it gets exciting for you versus it, you should keep running it. What is that multiple for you? It's like 5X, would you consider really high you'd have to look at or is 10X the minimum? Uh, 5X ARR, definitely. Um, yep. I would, I, 5X ARR, I would take it. Like it would also depend how long they want me to stay around for. So if it's like, if somebody wants to like invest at like a, and like I've got to stay around and run it, like the numbers just higher than like it's a buyout and I'm done in say three months. Like I'm not just going to go here you go and run off into the sunset. But I'm not hanging around forever for that kind of money. So if someone offered you five x of your one point five million run rate today, or seven point five million total sort of cash up front, and you stuck around for three months to help with the transition, and then could go off and do your next thing, that's something you'd seriously entertain. Uh, uh, yeah, I would do. I would do that deal tomorrow. Yeah. Well, guys, there you have it. There's a bunch of you listening right now. I think your inbox might blow up. So we'll see what happens, Andy. Uh, let's keep going forward here. The churn. Do people stick? Uh, yeah. In fact, we applied your, um, you know, same same thing as I looked, thought about with the page importer from earlier. Last time we were on the call, you were like, dude, just segment your churn. And I was like, oh, what? Uh, and you're like, okay, let me teach you things. Uh, so yeah, we segmented our churn. There's this really interesting thing where at the three-month mark, it's after people have been on for three months, they stick super, super well. And up to the three-month mark, they're basically paying us to extend their trial, um, What is what we've discovered. So we we look at that churn post the three-month mark, and it's low, low percentage, low single digits. Um, yeah. Whereas... For more than three months, that cohort, uh, you know, over 90% will still be active a year after their first three-month anniversary. Uh, 90% might be a bit high for a year later. Um, but it's, it's high. Whereas like trial to paid churn is 40, 50%. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And is CAC still around that like 40, $50 mark? Uh, yes and no. I mean, like we're, because, because of how we find people, which is again, like resellers, word of mouth, affiliates, uh, any number I give you for customer acquisition cost is utterly meaningless because yeah. Uh, you can't give me a dollar and then I spend it to make $2. Um, yeah. We continue to like not make those levers work because we yeah. suck. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, you have a lot of stuff working for you. How big is your email list right now? Just people that have signed up for a free trial that's just sitting there. Uh, I uh, tend to like about 30,000, I think, 35. You do anything with that list? Uh, yeah. So we, we run like frequent reactivation campaigns um, and so on. We We go back and forth on whether we should like hit the, like, say, you know, after you've been churned for three months, you've had a reactivation campaign, like we've tried a bunch of stuff, like, should we be dumping people out onto sort of more aggressive, just like, here's some interesting affiliate offers, but it never, it never feels like it's going to make enough money to be worth the time and effort to 
Well, like you know, a webinar tomorrow at 3 p.m., four secret changes the top performing funnel makers make that you should copy tomorrow and then invite your list and then sell Mike Hell on the webinar. Obviously, that's not your style. Like, I mean, as a, that's more of a Russell Brunson thing. But I feel like I mean, you, you say that, but my current webinar is called How to Get to 100 Bucks a Day with No Ad Budget. No, like we've all got one. <laughs> so can you fill that up with a 35K list? I mean, do you market the webinar to the list? Uh, in fact, we haven't run that webinar to the list yet. That's not like that's on the experiment list for the next month or so. Um, Very cool, Andy. Well, this is exciting stuff. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite book. Uh, favorite book is oh oh oh. Okay, so last time it was High Output Management by Andy Grove, and I would say that got surpassed a week ago when I read Alex. Uh, I can't remember his surname. It begins with an H. His hundred million dollar offers book. Um, uh, Yep, no, that's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, I mean, honestly, at the moment, probably Russell Brunson. Like, you know, we're, we're kind of in competition, but the guy's amazing. Like, I have much respect. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Oh, clearly Convertry. No, besides your own. Um, in fact, this, this will be a good one to answer. Um, currently, Jira. We're hoping like maybe the answer will be active campaign in like a few months' time. So we're so sick of MailChimp. We cannot deal with their bullshit anymore. Um, so we're moving to active campaign. I love active campaigns. Check them out. Uh, number uh, four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, long-term partner, never married. No kids? No kids. Okay. And how old are you? I'm 38. 38. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Oh, take more risks, do more stuff. Like nobody knows anything. Um, do stuff, it'll be fine. Guys, Convertry launched in 2015, the quickest funnel builder out there. They did their first $150,000 in sales over six days with affiliates. That's because Andy, the founder, comes from running an affiliate network. That's how I got those affiliates today. They're scaling with reseller partners, three big ones who white label the tool and then sell it themselves in packages. It's not doing- white label. It's, uh, that's really important. Yeah. Co-branded. Uh, they're doing 1.5 million bucks in AR today, up from 1.3 million just about a year ago. Andy, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Great to be here.